Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money in the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Against the backdrop of extraordinary market conditions and ongoing global challenges, environmental, social, and governance issues remain a key focus for companies and investors. So, what are some of the trends when it comes to sustainability investing? What are some specific sectors we should be looking out for? Well, joining us on the phone to tell us more is Lombard Odier, Investment Managers, Head of Sustainability Research, Thomas Hone. Thomas, welcome to the show. Hi, good to be with you. Good to have you on. So let's just start off with you know the basics and what I mean. What are some of the trends in sustainability investing you're seeing globally? Sure, I think the biggest trend that we're seeing at the moment is an increased recognition that this is not just about how companies are operating or the kind of practices they have in place. This is much more about a fundamental transformation of our economy and all the investment requirements and opportunities. That creates. Mm. The second thing that I would say is that there's a growing recognition that this transition has a much broader scope than perhaps we are used to thinking about. Mm-hmm. This is not just about renewables or electric vehicles. Increasingly, in the last year, we've also seen increased interest on nature, for mm. instance, coming out of COP15, which was chaired by China, growing interest not just on climate change, but on biodiversity, on nature based mm-hmm. solutions forestry and agriculture. So quite an exciting year overall. Okay, okay. But what about trends in Asia specifically? Well, I think the first thing to note is that we really need to be conscious of the fact that this is truly a a global transition. Mm -hmm. As of today, 91% of global GDP is covered by commitments by governments towards Mm. net zero, including in Asia, including in China, including in India. In China, just to give one example, we estimate that public and private spending on climate-related technologies is already higher than it is in the EU and the US. In India, renewables are already cheaper than coal, and in many cases, already cheaper even than existing coal. Mm -hmm. And finally, this transition really should be seen as an industrial revolution. An industrial revolution requires significant new products, from solar panels to batteries to electric vehicles. And in all of these, Asia is very much a leader. Mm-hmm. Okay, so considering you know the volatility in markets caused by factors including geopolitical tensions, what are some of the headwinds that are affecting sustainable strategies? Well, I would say it's been a bit of a double-edged Absurd. Of course, mm-hmm. high energy prices have meant record profits for oil and gas. But if you just look behind that headline figure, we do actually believe that in terms of the volume for demand, we are already moving towards a peak in fossil fuel demand. And at the same time, on the flip side of that, high energy prices have also meant a premium for more energy efficient technologies. Mm-hmm. And that's been very clear in a number of examples. To give you just one, Heat pumps, which is an electrified way of heating buildings, mm-hmm. are much more efficient, energy efficient than gas boilers. So as a result of high energy prices, we've seen a very strong increase in interest in those kind of technologies and inflows in investment in both renewables and energy efficiency. Okay, okay. So what's, what's the outlook like for sustainable investing for this year? What should investors be looking out for? 
what I think we'll see is that this trend goes increasingly mainstream. And that's due to simple economics. Mm-hmm. We very much take the view that this transition is happening because it simply makes good financial and economic sense. Mm. But it's also being validated by the impact of some major policy packages. In the EU, we have the Green Deal. In the US, there's the Inflation Reduction Act. And mm-hmm. also in Asia, we're seeing more and more governments starting to move in similar directions. Mm-hmm. So there's also, I think, increasingly a recognition that this is not about risk management. Mm. It's not about reputation. It's about understanding the direction of travel in the economy, what that economy is going to look like, and where we should be deploying our capital as a result. Okay, okay. So are there any specific sectors investors should look out for in the year ahead? Yeah, of course. There's a few obvious ones. Of course, the deployment of green renewable power capacity will Mm -hmm. continue gain speed, more generally, the electrification of our economy, of industry, of buildings and mobility, and all the capital goods that we require to make that happen, from the heat pumps that I mentioned, to all the electrical equipment that we need to upgrade our power frameworks. Um, Mm -hmm. Infrastructure is probably going to be quite a key focus, uh, again, driven by some of these technological changes, but also boosted by the same regulatory packages. And transformation of buildings we see as being high on the agenda of governments worldwide because it tends to be a very job-positive transition, Mm. moving buildings to be more green, more energy efficient, but also all the investment required in that tends to be one of the ways that governments spend their way out of crisis. Okay, okay. So what are some of the opportunities that lie ahead when it comes to sustainable investing? Well, everything that I've been describing so far amounts to transformation, transition, and all of that requires significant investment. We're estimating a total capex spent this decade in excess of $30 trillion. If you add up mm-hmm. the spending that's going to take place in renewables, in mobility, in buildings, in nature, and in our material system. Mm. And what we should also make no mistake about is that these transitions happen very, very quickly indeed. When you look at past industrial transition, whether it is about electrification or installation of telephone networks or the Internet, these transitions happen very slowly at first and then all at once. And those trends, pandemics, are generally not yet appreciated or priced in by the market. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. But are there any risks? Well, of course there are. This is all about disruptive change. And with any disruption, mm-hmm. you get significant risks. Again, this is about the transformation of an economic system. And in any such transformation, you'll find significant winners and you'll find significant losers, right. especially if they do transition. Uh, I'll give you one example. If we look at the automotive supply chain. Uh, of course, moving towards electric vehicles creates opportunities for battery manufacturers, makers of electric motors, but manufacturers of traditional engine components may well lose out if they don't transition their business models. Mm-hmm. And the same is true for all technologies. And also what I would say in high carbon industries, whether it's steel, cement, chemicals, where you find companies that are failing to transition and move to newer business models, we may very well see those companies becoming locked out of key markets. Okay, okay. And with these, you know, risks and opportunities, how can investors effectively position a portfolio for transition to net zero? Realistically, I think we need a very 
different approach to sustainable investing. Mm-hmm. This is not just about what a company is doing today or how it is doing it or the kind of policies it may have on its website. It's very much about the direction of the economy. Mm-hmm. Fundamentally, I believe we need to understand what this economy is going to look like as early as 2025, by 2030, and beyond. And working backwards from that, what kind of business models are going to be fit for that kind of future? Mm-hmm. Now, all of that requires, we believe, a very different mindset and also a very different skill set to manage portfolios. Mm-hmm. A skill set that's much more forward-looking and ultimately built around that key concept of transition. Okay. Okay. Do you have any advice for those investors looking to invest sustainably? Well, it's exactly what I've been, been mentioning. This is about understanding the scale, mm-hmm. the pace, complexity of the transition, understanding that this is going to be a transition that is going to affect every sector of the economy and therefore every portion of our portfolios. So it's certainly worth investing the time and uh, and interest needed to fully appreciate the complexity of all that that is about. Okay, thank you so much, Thomas, for your time and your insights today. Well, thank you very much for having me. Thank you. We've been speaking with Thomas Hone, who's the head of sustainability research at Lombard Odier Investment Managers. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.